0: Hey Brennan. Hey Alan. And welcome to another d6 minutes the (laughs) podcast where we choose topics roll a die and talk about that topic for whatever number comes up. So all right what do you want to go for for the first topic or do you want me to go for one first? Um so we recently talked about uh Warhammer uh 40k ninth edition coming out and uh it's kind of made me you know, a little bit nostalgic, you could say. And so I, I have a question related. This is a little bit just, you know, a little bit fun. In yeah, um, the last six minutes, we
1: went into the way back. And then oh, yeah. Past, it was about the present and future. Like okay. So yeah, we're going so, back to the past year.
0: Yeah. So I, I've been thinking about, you know, the, there's the new uh, – uh, ninth edition has new models for Space Marines and made me think – what is your favorite original Space Marine chapter? Oh, that's, that's biased because I played oh, Blood Angels
1: and there's – oh, oh.
0: Well, well you I got was to do one,
1: one minute. Okay, got... how many minutes? Four minutes. Oh, All right. Okay. nice, nice and average. Yep. So as I said, I am biased towards Blood Angels and I remain biased loyal or traitor. Blood... What? You can choose a trader,
0: oh. trader fact, chapter two. So oh, does it change things?
1: <laughs> yes, a little, because now they came up
0: with the new Primaris
1: and I uh-huh. now see all the old stuff as stubby and they kept uh-huh. the stubby aesthetic for most of the the chaos. Mm-hmm. I'm not down with
0: the chaos anymore. <laughs> Until they get with the new program. <laughs> okay. So so you're definitely thinking about what faction relative related to the models so you could pick up to yeah. do that faction. Not a, but- just about the general aesthetic.
1: But you know, now that I think of it, Legion of the Damned might actually be my favorite. That's They were inaccessible though. Chapter, Back when though. we played, okay. the models were too expensive to, to purchase. Okay. So I would say Legion of the Damned was the coolest.
0: They had yeah, the skull. Their ghosts. On, so they a little yeah, bit. They had fire. to <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Exactly. The fire <laughs> oh, on there. And and They're bones and skulls. Yeah. Okay, I, I meant original. Did I say original? Doesn't matter. Through,
1: you threw it out there for chaos too.
0: They had models, so no, because Trader Marines are one of the original chapters, right? The half yeah. of them become our loyal, half of them became traitor. Fair yeah. enough. Legion of the Damned. I will accept it because that's the way we roll. Doesn't matter <laughs> whether you follow the question, uh, as long as the spirit is there. Exactly. Like you know, the Legion of the Damned, which are undead, whatever space Marines. Space 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 marines, Marines. sorry. Wait, wait. Ghost space marines. I meant space space marines. Ghost space marines. Um, Okay. So I've been thinking about it, and I never really liked the space marines in general. But, uh, and I did create, you know, paint up some space marines, and I have no idea it was. They were yellow and purple. Whatever faction that is, I, I enjoyed. But actually, in terms of the ones that actually have a following. I really like for some reason the salamanders.
1: Okay. And which models would you use for the salamanders? You would just use the ultramarines no, and the salamanders?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. And then sure. with the but the salamanders, their idea is they have lots of melta and flamer weapons. So again, fire. <laughs> and then they have cloaks of like lizard hide. And yeah. And they have a nice color. I don't know. I just like their how they looked. Yeah. And I like the idea of like, being into melting things <laughs> and yes. setting things on fire. <laughs> I like that aesthetic. So I would say I would go for salamanders. Cool. All right. All right. So that's basically four minutes. Uh, how about you have a question? You have a question to go for? Yeah, sure. Oh, no move. Have... Yeah. Yep. No oh, I just want to see. looking, what? Yeah, go on. On the note of space
1: marine looking things, what's the right size for shoulder pads?
0: Ooh, right size for shoulder pads. Uh One minute. Okay. It's probably enough to protect your shoulders um, and make it look like normal, but not like so bulky that it stops you from entering doors. So I would say the entire aesthetic of, of, you know, the, the over the top fantasy where the shoulder pads are three times their, their width is too big. I'm going to go with one half an extra shoulder on each side.
1: So I guess harking back to old aesthetics of space Marines, I would
0: say maybe the space Marine Uh scouts have about the right size of shoulder pad. But in the... general, in general, yeah. So you know what, though? It's different, right? For heavy infantry, mm-hmm. it should be bigger. Yeah. Um,
1: but for your general troops, you know.
0: I, yes, I think the, the Space Marine Scout is the normal, yeah, the normal size of shoulder pad would be, I think. That's about right. Okay. All right. We're in agreement then. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you think Space Marines have two big shoulder pads? Yep. It looks, they look cheesy because of them.
1: I like the fact it looks
0: cheesy. You know what? I like. I like their look. It it fulfills it, but I do like more the infinity size shoulder pads, where it's like half a size, basically. Yeah. All right. More, more shilling for infinity. Um, All right. So my turn next. All right. So we're at five. This is going to
1: be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a hard one. Okay, I'm going to skip that one. I'll come back to that for later if if we need to. So I'm going to go an easier one. So we also talked about how War Machine, uh, you know, it really turned us off with all their stuff. Um, So my question is, if there was one rule or idea that War Machine could implement in a fourth edition that could make you really interested and come back and try the game, what would that rule or idea be? Three minutes. The integrated turn basically mechanics oh.
1: yeah that's if you want one like concept that's the concept okay Cause, so the yeah
0: because
1: they i found that the comboing often could mm-hmm. become too powerful and that yeah. the turns when you were going for a caster kill or when you were going for your all-out uh-huh. trying to win that you would basically have to waste lots of time and your opponent would sit there doing nothing for a long time or you would sit there doing nothing for a long time yeah and the, either the combo would get pulled off or not and that'd be the whole game. Whereas if you had more of an integrated turn, you could see a combo coming and then try and counter it, which is kind of like what happens in Magic. You see them trying to like pull the counter. You know you need to destroy a piece on the board to break the counter. I think yeah. it would add way more depth to the game. It would add more engagement in the game. Um, and it wouldn't like take away the core of the game either.
0: Yeah, and I think it would then end up making the emphasis more on actually the emphasis more on the core of the game, as opposed to like super wombo combo janky, like, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, what's that machine called where it just does a random thing, Rube Goldberg machine kind of combo stuff, right? We yes. sit there staring at the board for 10 minutes, trying to do this. And you're like, yeah, nah, exactly. you got to do the thing because they're going to interrupt you anyway. So you got to do the core fundamentals that make sense with the combo in the back of your mind that you can kind of inch them forward and force them into the combo as opposed to just like, aha, you didn't think about this. Chum chung, 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 Seven step combo. <laughs> 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 15 minutes later. And now I'm ready to do this. Boom. Exactly. Yeah, because like Frostgrave does that. I know, oh I guess we're both talking
1: about this at this point. But Frostgrave has you've got your wizard, you've got your apprentice, then you've got kind of the rest of the guys who are running around. Mm-hmm. War Machine has already introduced like the journeymen mm-hmm. as the secondary sort of lesser warcasters. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't even need to resculpt the whole range to have say you oh. have a part of the turn where you activate your warcaster, you have a part of the turn where you activate maybe some models around as well. You activate your journeyman's models around, and then you activate maybe you not know, even the whole rest of your army, maybe you only activate some of it just to speed the game up. That's actually a good idea. And like they have all the components to make this work, I think that would that would you know bring me back because yeah. it's got like it's
0: got more abilities going on, on the table yeah. than Infinity does. I feel like I would do Warcaster guys around them, uh, yeah, Journeyman, Jack. My thought was
1: you would actually let your Warcaster do two possible different things. Then maybe you let your Warcaster cast, or just because from reading the fluff, often the mm-hmm. Warcaster can like. Take more control over their beasts, or take more control yeah. over the jacks. Then maybe yeah. you don't cast as an option, and then you you use the focus rather than having to spend all that time allocating. When it comes okay. up to their activation, either you spend it on spells, or you spend it to go take direct control and spend your points making. It's kind of better, what they're doing right
0: now, though better attacks. yeah. Okay, so fair enough. So it's it's warcaster with their jacks, then yeah. journeyman with their jacks and mm-hmm. then but only one jack because yeah, otherwise it, otherwise
1: take more than one jack with them but you
0: can only well release. the only reason is then people will just always run or maybe they won't maybe they, they still won't but the idea is you wouldn't you would want you still want them to be three, three turns right so you wouldn't want to make it so that someone just says okay my entire army is my jacks and my warcaster and then I just then you have the same problem right I go and then you go So it's like Warcaster and one Jack, Journeyman one Jack maybe. And then Then the Jacks they don't activate and the rest of the things don't activate. And then I would say even if if you're, or maybe it's even Warcaster and up to like two units or something like that. And then Warcaster three units, War, uh, Journeyman one one unit, and then the rest of your units. But It'd be interesting if the rest of your units don't activate as well. Yep. Anyways, all right, cool. That was a whole three minutes. Yeah, and I agree. That's the one thing that would make it interesting. Um, All right, you got one?
1: Oh, all right, here's an easy one. What makes a good dry brush?
0: One minute. Good. I didn't hear the dice uh, that didn't the, the the brush has been used up and it's it's large. Okay. Yep. I think I would go with that because
1: you don't you never want brushes that are too small. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like oh my god, yeah, the bristles, the bristles like don't zero. stick out far yeah. enough to really wow. make the sweeping action. So yeah. The bristles have to be long to make that sweeping thing. And I've. I would actually highly recommend the Army Painter small dry brush for uh-huh. trying to do things like, well, just things like small Invenagers, bits of burn hair. Yeah. Not doing terrain, but that the dry brush actually gets better the worse it gets. As you were saying, you want the brush to be worn out. So <laughs> yes. Army dry brush is good, but only once you've like gotten it a bit worn down. I think mine's uh-huh. is a bit too worn
0: down. Uh, yeah, so amazing. So we both agree, basically. Yeah, I tried to use a zero well, As a I'm dry saying brush buy. That I'm, up, it's way too small. I'm saying buy it. a specific dry brush. Yeah, like yeah. Buy a dry, and then we're like buy a, a brush that's meant for it. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, well, you uh, kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but well, you don't have to buy a specific brush. But if you're buying zeros, they do. Once you wear out, they do not turn into dry brushes. They're too small. So the arborator dry brush. But if you have like a a, a two or a three and it wears out, it become an okay dry brush. So, I'm but I agree, the really wider now. ones are definitely better. Yeah, I would agree that it needs a, it kind of needs a flat head to it rather
1: than being a regular round brush. Snip snip. Once the brush is yeah. fucked up, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> anyways. But they make flat brushes. I use flat brushes on. Yeah, brushes. But Why would you buy them if you just have old brushes? It's true, but the Painter brushes also have a like an angle to the top of them. Mm. So if yeah. you want to hit a smaller area or hit a bigger area, it's pretty good. That's true. I mean you can also
0: snip that, yeah, snip
1: but it's yeah. it's much more difficult to achieve. All right, there's a minute.
0: All right. All right. So I think that leaves one last question I'm gonna say. It does. And so this is uh I'm gonna go for ours. So uh I don't know if we talked about this before, but we have our game, right? We've been working on, and it's basically trait-based. So everyone has the every unit in the game has a normal stat line, right? Uh the same stat line, and then they're modified by a bunch of traits. That go on to that thing right either buffs or uh or negatives right and so my question is we've been playing it a bunch right we have the both the single player and the the multiplayer version of the game what is your favorite trait that we've we have in the game and why one minute
1: Oh, I feel like I haven't used enough of the esoteric ones, but sticking to the basic ones. Yeah, which one ma- makes you happy when you use? I'm gonna go with the blast. Honestly,
0: I like the randomness F. of it. Yeah. So explain blast and why it, it you make it it makes it's your favorite one.
1: So most abilities, because everything's rolled on d6 give you a plus one or if it's a disability gives you a minus one to uh-huh. roll so on a d6 plus or minus one is quite a lot yeah but uh, that but the actually gives you plus two to have people to shoot it uh-huh. but there's the downside that if you roll the one it damages you and so you it's really a very as well it's a very good tactical piece because often you won't put that guy up front uh-huh he will be hanging on the back but it has that risky element to it. But you're worried about him too. <laughs>
0: I'm about to, yeah, I, it is fun. It's definitely like, a, it's got both things, right, going on. And it, the fact that it's only shooting, which means there's multiple ways you can stop the guy, right? If you run into close combat, you stop him as well. Um, so for me, my favorite trait that, that I, I enjoy, um, hmm, I like slow. Now this is a negative as well, but I didn't want to say the negatives. Oh, well, it's it's a trait, the trait. So I like slow, Uh, Um, slow is, uh, I thought it was too powerful at first because basically slow means, you know, everyone moves six inches. Slow is a trait that you give uh, that makes a guy worse. And whenever you get a negative trait, you can, you then get to take a positive trait. Right. But the negative trait for slow is reduces your move by two. And if you want to shoot, like everyone can shoot base wise, but if you want to shoot when you're slow, you can only move, uh, was it two, two inches. Right. (laughs) And you would think that that doesn't seem like a big negative. Like the other negatives are like minus one health or minus one fight or, or not even being able to shoot at all right? So those seem like yeah. way bigger than slow, right? Slow is you're still good enough to fight and whatever, right? You fight just as well. It's just that you're slow moving around to doing anything. And yet it comes up so often when I try to move my guys, right? I'm like, oh yeah, my guy's super good at fighting because I know I got an extra buff. But when I'm slow, I just never get into the fight. Yeah. It's a very mission. Really you, you, yeah. you have to go to the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the last one, I was like, oh, my leader, I made him slow, so he could be super buff and tanky. But it took him forever to get in the middle of, of the board, and so I almost lost the mission because he just didn't get into the middle of the board in time to do it. So I, I just love that. I love the way that we tweaked it to make it, like, a real negative, and it really shows how movement, in my opinion, like, really matters. Yeah, That's I like it. All right. right. That's a good conclusion. That, how's that being. Awesome. We only rolled a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is. That has be 10 minutes. It's be more than 10 minutes. Yep. Excellent. All right. So, uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> yes, it Anything is. Anything else you want that's to talk one. about? No, that's, no, no, that's not, that's not we, part of the format. That's right. Oh. All right. So, um, I guess that's it. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon. See you next time.
1: All right. One more thing. So if you enjoyed that podcast and want to listen to more, you can find them over at diceovereverything.com or uh, on your favorite podcast app. And if you want to leave a comment, message, or ideas for like more podcasts from yeah, us, or just get in touch with us at Facebook and look for Dice Over Everything there. All right.
0: Bye.